welcome back to another inspiring episode of the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast. I am your host, Cynthia Jamison, leadership coach, and today we are going to delve into a critical aspect of leadership, team engagement and culture. Are you excited? (laughs) This episode was inspired by the latest State of the Global Workplace 2023 report from Gallup. Very interesting reading. If you're into that, I will link that up in the show notes for you so that you can go take a peek. This is the survey where employees across the world were asked, what would you change about your workplace in order to make it better? So the responses overwhelmingly pointed to engagement and culture as the top concern. And as someone who's spent my entire career in human resources, this is not a surprise to me. And also, I wholeheartedly believe that you, leader, can absolutely positively make a significant difference. Why? Because you are the linchpin. You are the linchpin. So today, we're going to explore how to create a more engaged workplace and culture because although this information is typically shared within senior leaders to be able to make good decisions, et cetera, within their organizations. I've often seen where this sort of information, which is really rich, doesn't make it down to the level to where it needs to in the organization to be able to impact positive change. So having said that, what did these employees have to say specifically about what they would change within the context of work? So I'm going to tell you. Here's what they wanted to change. They wanted for everyone to be recognized. They also said, I would like it if the managers were more approachable and that we could talk openly. They said they should grant more autonomy in the work to stimulate everyone's creativity. They also said, I would like to learn more things, but the work that I do is quite repetitive. They said, I just wish they respected me more. I have to say, my heart went out a little bit to this. They also said, give everyone a fair chance in getting promoted. And the last thing that they said was, give us clearer goals and stronger guidance. Now, these voices reflect the universal yearning for a workplace where individuals are seen, heard, valued, and empowered. And my guess is you also might be yearning for the same thing. So how can we as leaders make this a reality? So the approach that I've taken is to offer some concrete guidance and examples in order to help you. So first, I want to talk about active listening. It all starts with active listening. You know, I'm reminded that there's a reason we have two ears and one mouth. I don't mean to be negative in my saying that, but it's an observation about the truth of the matter. Active listening is a skill that distinguishes really great leaders from the rest. And we often think of, li- of listening as a passive act, but it's anything but. Active listening is really, really hard. And it's about more than just hearing the words. It's about understanding the emotions and the sentiments behind the words. So when your team members speak to you, making a conscious effort to double-click down to another level of deep listening really lends itself to deep understanding. So... Here's a practical approach that you can take. 
The first piece is create a safe space for open conversations. Now, as a leader, encourage open conversations. Let your team know that you value their input and their ideas. And when your team members feel safe expressing their thoughts and their concerns without fear of judgment, it leads to a more engaged environment. You probably, again, see yourself in the same example. The second practical step you can take is by putting yourself in their shoes. So in order to really truly understand an individual or someone on your team or your team, put yourself in their shoes. Imagine it for a moment. Be really curious about what's important to them and give yourself the time and the permission that you need in order to listen actively. What does this mean? It means putting aside the need to respond, the need to judge, the need to be to be right. You know, my husband said something the other day that I think is quite impactful and I'm still processing it myself, but I'm going to say it to you. Knowing is the enemy of learning. So when we think we know the answer to everything, we're not learning. So the second thing I want to talk about is turning repetitive tasks into growth opportunities. Now, repetitive tasks do exist and they are a common concern in workplaces, but they also can be transformed into opportunities for growth. Here's how. There are three different ways. The first is to provide skill development. So offer training, workshops, or courses that allow your team to acquire new skills related to their repetitive tasks. For example, if someone's work requires or involves a lot of data entry, perhaps providing opportunities for them to improve their data analysis skills could really be useful. Perhaps it's pairing two different employees up together so that they can cross-train. The second way to achieve this is by setting specific goals. Collaborate with your team to set specific, measurable, and challenging goals related to the repetitive tasks. These goals can be around improving efficiency, accuracy, or productivity, and regularly reviewing progress and providing feedback against the goals can really be helpful for growth. The last opportunity here is to encourage innovation. So inviting the team to suggest process improvements or innovations in the routine tasks. So you can encourage them to identify and implement changes that can make the task more efficient or interesting. And a really cool way of doing this is building upon this concept of yes and. I've spoken about it before on the podcast where it's like, let's challenge ourselves to find 10% of the idea that we might not like and build upon it so that we have a creative, comprehensive brainstorm list of all the ways that we can be innovative within the team. Thirdly, let's talk about interpreting noise and quiet within your team. Noise and quiet are like in air quotes. (laughs) So identifying signs of discontent within your team requires perceptive and proactive leadership. Here's how. First, pay attention to nonverbal cues. Keep an eye on the body language, the tone, and the expressions that you're seeing and noticing. These cues can reveal a lot about your team's engagement and emotions. Are they slumped down and not paying attention? Do they have their arms crossed and are they closed? That can really be useful information. 
The second is to create anonymous feedback channels. So establishing these channels for feedback allows team members to share their concerns without fear of repercussions. Anonymous feedback can provide really valuable insights and there's some really creative ways that you could do that as a leader. I mean, I'm not necessarily a fan of the employee suggestion box, but that is a way to collect feedback. The problem with that I often see is we ask for it, but we don't do anything, which then leads us right back to where what we're talking about today, which is the importance of, of listening and engaging with the team. So the third piece here is around monitoring team dynamics really paying attention to the team dynamics and the interactions that are happening. Are there signs of enthusiasm and engagement or are there hints of disengagements? Address any issues you notice. So here's what I can what I can share here that I have seen a lot of times. What you walk by is what you accept. So if you see the issue, if you see something, say something. Deal with it then. Okay. The fourth thing I want to talk about today is the role of empathy. Now, empathy is a crucial element of leadership and employee engagement. Here's how to incorporate it effectively. First, show genuine care and concern. Demonstrate that you genuinely care about your team's well-being. Check in with them regularly and offer support when needed. You likely have employee assistance programs, which is amazing, and even just Providing awareness to that, noticing your staff and offering that support is a great first step. Second, put yourself in their shoes. I've talked to this already, but try and understand your team's perspectives and their emotions. Speak from their perspective and answer questions like, I feel blank in this situation because of blank. It can just help you gain some insight to what they might be thinking and feeling about what's happening. Thirdly, be responsive. Be responsive to your team's emotional needs. Show that you are available to support them in both their professional and their personal challenges. Now, in the quest to enhance engagement and culture within your organization, remember, it's the little things that make the biggest difference. Recognition, approachability, autonomy, opportunities for growth, respect, Fair chances and clear goals are all within your reach as a leader. All of these things are completely doable and you have control over those things. Now, in this episode today, we have explored the art of true engagement, listening, interpreting, practicing empathy. Those are key ingredients for creating a culture that everyone aspires to be a part of, even you. So let's recommit to listening actively, interpreting wisely, and empathizing genuinely to bring about positive change in our workplaces across the globe. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found this episode not only inspiring, but also actionable. And I would love for you to share your thoughts, your experiences, and questions with me. And remember, the power to change your workplace culture and boost engagement lies within your leadership. So until next week, keep inspiring, keep leading, and keep changing the world. You got this. Hey, listener, it's Cynthia. I want to say thank you for joining this incredible expedition of self-discovery and leadership growth as a listener of the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast. 
I hope you've enjoyed the tips, tools, insights, and conversations with my remarkable guests so far. If you want to take your leadership journey to new heights, join my newsletter where you'll receive exclusive updates, bonus content, and valuable resources to support your ongoing development as a leader. See the show notes for the newsletter sign up. As a token of my sincere appreciation, I want to offer you a complimentary self-discovery workbook designed to raise your awareness around what might be in your way of even greater success. To claim it, simply head over to my website. I'll put that link in the show notes www.cynthiajamisoncoach.ca. Sign up and your workbook will be delivered right to your inbox. And there is something I would love to ask of you. Your feedback is an incredible gift and is an important part of this community. I really want to know what topics resonate most with you, what guests you'd like to hear from, and how I can serve you better. Your ratings, reviews, thoughts, and feedback will guide me in tailoring future episodes to give you more of what you want and need on your leadership journey. So if you're loving the Who Are You to Lead Anyway podcast, your input means the world to me, and it helps me shape an even more enriching and impactful podcast for you. I would really appreciate your help in spreading the word about the work that we're doing here. Once again, thank you so much for being part of my podcast family and for investing in your leadership growth. Remember, leadership starts with knowing yourself and embracing your unique abilities. Together, let's continue to thrive as authentic and influential leaders. Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.